Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Bring spring color inside this season with Bear Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with bare premium plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America. And enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. Fly. He it. FNTSY and Sports Grid Network present. Ball in his hands. Game on the line. Friday, no. Tipped up by Nash. Hit the horn. Hardwood takeaways. It's Lillard. He got the shot off. What's up and welcome in to Hardwood Takeaways, the November 19th edition. I'm your host today, Chris Welsh. You can find me on Twitter at IsItTheWelsh. And of course, my co-host, which we don't really host together that much, but it is Scott Bogman. You can find him on Twitter at Bogman Sports. As I said, it is the Tuesday, November 19th edition right here on Takeaways, where we are going to get you caught up with everything that went down on Monday night, all the box scores and any of the latest news. And that's going to take us right into the action. Let's start with the New York Knicks. The Knicks, they beat up on the Cleveland Cavaliers, 123 to 105. The Knicks now 4-10, and Cavs 4-9, and but the Knicks are 3-4 and at home, taking some from the homestand. On the Cleveland Cavaliers in Kevin Porter Jr., 31 minutes in a start, 18 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, 
was six for 11 from the field, hit three threes, but a poorish only three for eight from the free throw line. Darius Garland, uh, 10 points, two rebounds, two assists in 29 minutes. And Colin Sexton, so a small ball lineup they put out there, 26 minutes, 14 points, three rebounds, was five for 13 from the field. Tristan Thompson and Osman were both uh, relatively ineffective. Off the bench, Jordan Clarkson, he dropped 13 with four assists in 24 minutes. And Brandon Knight scored uh, 12 points in 12 minutes, also hit four threes, four for eight. The team as a whole was 47% from both the field and from the three-point line, but only 50%, 53.3% to be exact, at the free throw line. Over on the Nixon, they were led by Julius Randle. 32 minutes was 12 for 17 from the field, hit three threes, dropped 30 points with four rebounds, four assists, and two steals. Marcus Morris was also big in the game, 34 minutes, only five for 13 from the field, but hit 12 of 13 free throws. He almost had more free throws in the entire starting lineup combined. They had 14. He had 13 of them. Scored 23 points, six rebounds, a steal, an assist, and a couple blocks. R.J. Barrett dropped 15. Uh, kind of stashed the board as well, just like Marcus Morris. Five for 13 from the field. Frank Ditalikina, six points, six assists in 29 minutes. And Taj Gibson, seven for eight. Over on the bench, Dodson had 11 points in 18 minutes, was five for 10 from the field. Bobby Portis having a little seven and seven, seven points, seven rebounds. And uh, chipping in across the board, an assist, a steal, a block in 23 minutes. The team, forty, just about 45% from the field, under 35% from three, but hit 27 of 35 free throws. And the Knicks scored 30 points in every quarter but the fourth, which was only 29 points. So they were right there. Uh, Cavaliers ended up having two quarters where they just scored 20 points. That's, that's going to end up being the death of them ultimately. But the Knicks improving their record, pulling off a win. We'll take that. Over to uh, Brooklyn, where the Brooklyn Nets were without Kyrie Irving. Sitting out the game, I believe, his second straight. And uh, it showed because they lost 86 to 115. Both teams, though, scored 18 points apiece in the first quarter. Brooklyn followed that up with a 17 point quarter, but Pacers scored 41 in the second quarter. Uh, Brooklyn scored in the teens in three of the four quarters. That's going to amount to a loss every single day. It's also going to amount to the low scoring output they had. In the first quarter, 18. Second quarter, 17. And fourth quarter, they scored 18 points. Really abysmal effort overall. The Pacers moved to 8 and 6. Brooklyn is 5 and 8. Over on the Nets end, without, uh, without Kyrie Irving in the starting lineup. Jared Allen, double double, 10 points, 12 rebounds in 24 minutes. Dinwiddie got the start, 28 points, 5 rebounds, 8 assists. Was 9 for 21 from the field, though. Hit four of eight threes. Temple scored 10. He also had Torian Prince, 7 and 4 in 23 minutes. You had, I believe, almost everybody, maybe everybody off the bench get some minutes. Nobody of anything of consequence. I mean, DeAndre Jordan played 18 minutes. I mean, literally across the board, everybody played at least five minutes in this game. But the team as a whole shot 35% from the field, 32% from three, and 62% from free throw. So the poor percentages show why you're going to score in the teens in three of the four quarters. What a horrible, uh, horrible output. On the Pacers end, we had the Holidays, uh, both in the starting lineup, and Aaron Holiday with some career, career highs here. 10 for 19 from the field, hit four threes, 24 points, six rebounds, and 13 assists. Justin Holiday, 20 points and four rebounds. Devonis Sabonis, uh, a non-Holiday who uh, had a good output, 16 and 18 with three assists and two blocks in 29 minutes. And TJ Warren dropped 19 points with six rebounds himself in 38 minutes. Off the bench, 
pretty much uh, non sequitur across the board. Miles Turner did return, played 30 minutes, low offensive output, was 4 for 11 from the field, 9.7 rebounds, but did get three block shots. That's what the Pacers are looking for, ultimately. 43% from the field, 42.5% from three, and 76.5% from the free throw line. As I said, Pacers 8 and 6. Uh, Nets still three and three at home, but five and eight total record. The team's got to get Kyrie Irving back, and you know it can't happen soon enough for them. Uh, the Toronto Raptors they hosted the Charlotte Hornets and a big lopsided victory for Toronto, one thirty two to ninety six. The Hornets are now six and eight. Toronto is nine and four, and a perfect five and zero oh at home. Over on Charlotte's end, uh, Bridges scored thirteen points, five rebounds, two assists. Devontae Graham still uh, still doing it, eleven points, six assists in twenty six minutes. Terry Rozier. 10, 3, and 3, and 26. He was 4 for 11 from the field. Cody Zeller, 8 and 5. Really low output just across the board from the starters. Over on the bench, Bismarck Biombo, 13 points, 2 rebounds in 20 minutes. And Marvin Williams, 14 points, 4 rebounds, a couple blocks. Also hit 3 of his 4 threes. You had a bunch of multi, actually in the starting lineup, everybody but P.J. Washington had at least two threes. So they were chucking them up. They had 45 three-point attempts, but they only made 15 of them for 33%, also 42% from the field. And as tends to be the trend, you see low free throw uh, percentages from these big old losing teams. And right here, 62%. Uh, Over on Toronto's side, uh, Pascal Siakam, 20 points, eight rebounds, and five assists. Hit three threes in 35 minutes. OG scored 24 points, five rebounds with a couple assists and a couple steals. 10 for 13 from the field. Uh, Powell scored 17 with six assists. Van Vliet, 11 points, four rebounds, four assists and four steals, but only three for 12 from the field. Uh, 51% as a team. So uh, uh, FVV was kind of the outlier here. Off the bench, Ronnie Hollis Jefferson, very good, uh, very good line here. 15 points, eight rebounds with two assists in 20 minutes off the bench, six for 10 from the field. Davis scored 16 with seven assists. And uh, Boucher had a double-double, 11 points, 11 rebounds in 18 minutes. Only 5 for 11 from the field, but 18 minutes putting up that double-double. Uh, 46.5% from three, as I said, 51% from the field, and 80% free throw uh, for a very, very hot Toronto Raptors team who is unbeaten at home. Speaking of hot, keep it with the Houston Rockets. They beat the Trailblazers 132-108. to I believe that's eight straight. Houston now 11-3. and Six and one at home. Trailblazers are now five and nine. They're four and five away from their home advantage. Uh, CJ McCollum in 37 minutes. He was 10 for 19 from the field, hit five threes, five for 12. Uh, The rest of the starting lineup only had two made three pointers. He scored 25 points, five rebounds, three assists, and two steals. Damian Lillard had a double double, 13 points with 11 assists and uh, six rebounds, but four for 15 from the field. Played more minutes than anybody in the Trailblazers, 35 of them. And they're pretty poorish. Uh, Hassan Whiteside had three, uh, two blocks, 11 points with eight rebounds. And Rodney Hood, two for eight in 32 minutes for 25 points. Off the bench, you had LeBissier, 15 and six. God, that's a blast from the past. Uh, Kent Bazemore, 11, four and five, but four for 14 from the field. And Simmons scored 10. They're 30% from three, 11 for 36. And just about half of them were made by CJ McCollum. And only 41% from the field, 40 for 96. 73% from the free throw line. So uh, a lot of missed opportunities. Anytime Damian Lillard is going to go four for 15, the team is going to struggle, especially when you're going to go against a high pace Houston Rockets offense who scored 
33 points or more in three of the four quarters. They came out and only scored oh, only 29 points in the first quarter. That was when Portland had a lead and then it uh, was completely gone. Why? Well, it might be because of these huge lines. Check out the big three in Houston, if you will. James Harden, 11 for 19, hit five threes, was nine for 10 from the free throw line. That would be 36 points, six rebounds, five assists, and I would say a nice key, only three turnovers. Russell Westbrook, nine for 26 from the field, only three for 11 from the three-point line, but 28 points, 13 rebounds, 10 assists, two steals, and a block, big night. And then Clint Capella, how about a 20-20 night? 22 points, 20 rebounds, also had four blocks, was 10 for 17 from the field. Who else needed to do anything? B.J. Tucker dropped 13. Uh, House scored 11 with six rebounds, four assists, and three steals. And the bench even chipped in a little bit. They put up 45 threes, made 17 of them. They were forty, a perfect 47 for 100 from the field, so 47%, and 21 of 26 from the free throw line. Big, big offensive output and a big win for Houston. Uh, Bulls and the Bucks. Chicago was the home court. Didn't matter because the Bucks won one fifteen to one hundred one. The Bucks are now ten and three. Chicago four and ten after this. On the Bulls' end, Laurie Markkinen struggles continue. In twenty seven minutes, he was two for twelve from the field. Did not hit a three. He was zero for four. Nine points, eight rebounds. Zach Levine, 11, 8, and 4. He was 4 for 16 from the field. So that would be a combined 6 for 28 from their stars. And I believe Zach Levine after kind of acknowledged, like the other day he was trying to kind of talk up Laurie Markkinen, and then he struggled, and he kind of said, you know, I mean, it's a little bit throwing your team under the bus, but he said, you know, when your stars struggle, what can you do? He's not wrong. He's not wrong because... I mean, he's the only one that scored uh, double digits in the entire starting lineup. Sadoransky, five points. Wendell Carter Jr., six points. Hutchinson was two for eight. It was pretty bad. Off the bench, Gafford scored 21 with five rebounds. Kobe White, 13 points, three rebounds, three assists in 25 minutes. Wasn't pretty. Uh, 35% from three, 40% from uh, the field, 78%. They only put up 14 uh, total free throws. Over on the Buck side, GA, 33 points, 10 rebounds, two assists, three steals, and a block, but had half of the team, more than half of the team's turnovers, had eight of them. He was 13 for 22 from the field, only five for 12 from the free throw line, though. Brooke Lopez, 19 and 10 with five blocks. He was five for 11. Eric Bledsoe, a very poorish two for 11, eight points, six uh, rebounds, five assists. Not much else there. I mean, George Hill off the bench, he had a pretty good night, 27 minutes, scored 18 points and four rebounds. GA holding it down, 36% from three, 46 from the field, 68%. You know, really, you look at the line, I mean, they can just out-athletic you, outrun you, and that's what they did. But, you know, if you were, we were looking at percentages, those are the type of percentages that a team is going to lose. Um, Dallas Mavericks and the Spurs battle at Texas, and the Dallas Mavericks win, set 117 to 110. Spurs continue their slide. They are one and five on the road. Five for nine uh, is a record. Eight and five Dallas is. And they were led by Luka Doncic, who I'll tell you about here shortly. But DeMar DeRozan, 14 for 20 from the field, dropped 36 points, eight rebounds, four assists. But it wasn't remotely close uh, to enough. Actually, he scored one less point than all of the other starters. LaMarcus Aldridge, 16 and nine in 35 minutes. Forbes scored 13. Lyles was scoreless. And uh, Deontay Murray, eight points, five rebounds. No other double-digit scoring across the way. Rudy Gay, nine and five. You almost had a double-double from Jakob Pertl. Nine points, 10 rebounds, 33% from three. 
uh, 45% from the field. Over on the Mavericks end, big triple-double from Luka Doncic. 42 points, 11 rebounds, 2 assists. He was 14 for 27 from the field, 9 for 13 at the free throw line. Finley Smith, 22, 5, and 3. Porzingis had a double-double, 18 and 10 with a couple blocks in uh, 32 minutes. Pretty, pretty nice night. And off the bench, Brunson scored 11. They were 41% from 3, 50% from the field, and uh, just under 70% at the free throw line. Big, big lead way for uh, Luka Doncic. He is the guy. Now, the Phoenix Suns, I hate coming on here and telling you bad news. They dropped it to the Celtics. This was a game I was actually contemplating going to. Now, I'm glad I didn't because the Phoenix Suns lost 85-99. to The Celtics 11-2 and on this year and 7-5 and for the Phoenix Suns. Over on, uh, on Phoenix's side, Devin Booker dropped 20 with four assists and a rebound. Pretty low output from him. 34 minutes. He was 7 for 13 from the field. Uh, Aaron Baines, 9, 6, and 5. Dario Saric almost had a double-double, 9 and 10. Kelly Oubre, 15, 6, 1, 1, and 1. Was only 5 for 13 from the field, though. Bench was relatively quiet as well. Um, 2 for 7 for Kaminsky. Cam Johnson was 3 for 10. They shot 27% from 3. That's why you're going to lose these games easy, especially to the Boston Celtics whom were led by Kimba Walker's 19 with five assists. He was nine for 19 from the field. A problem with the Phoenix Suns has always been about rebounds, and they gave up almost double, almost double digits to three different players in the starting lineup, but at least two of them. Jason Tatum was 26 with 11 rebounds. Thais did not score a point, but he had 11 rebounds. Jalen Brown, 14 with nine rebounds. Marcus Smart also dropped uh, 17 points, four assists with a couple steals himself. They just outpowered them. They absolutely outpowered the Phoenix Suns. They shot uh, actually pretty poor three-point as well, just under 30%. But the team had 41 defensive rebounds, and uh, that's going to get it done. Celtics, they beat the Phoenix Suns, sadly, uh, 99-55. Two more games here. The Utah Jazz, they lost to the Timberwolves 102-112. to that's going to take Utah to an 8 and 5 record. This was their first loss at home. They're now 6 and 1. Timberwolves 8 and 6 as well, 5 and 2 on the road. Uh, over on the Jazz's side, Rudy Gobert, 16 points, 4 rebounds, a 1 across the board with everything else in 36 minutes. Mike Conley was 15 and 6. Donovan Mitchell, 17.7 rebounds with 2 assists, but 5 for 23 from the field. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. Bogdanovich, uh, 18.6 rebounds with a couple assists. Joe Ingles and Jeff Green both scored double digits off the bench. Joe Ingles with a very solid 12 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists, but 4 for 12 from the field. Amazingly, they weren't under 30% shooting, but they were 36% under uh, 40% from the three, and a very respectable 20 for 26 from the free throw line. The Timberwolves, uh, Bob Covington, 15 points, eight rebounds, but Carl Anthony Town set, I believe, a career high, hitting seven threes in the game, was 11 for 23 from the field, scored 29 points, 13 rebounds, five assists with two steals and two blocks. Absolutely dominant performance. Jeff Teague, 21 with 11 assists and four rebounds. He was seven for 18 from the field. You had uh, no Andrew Wiggins in here, so Lehman was in the starting lineup. And off the bench, you had uh, Martin scoring 14 with six rebounds. And uh, Akoji, 11 points, five rebounds. They were 46% from the field and uh, decent percentages across the board. I mean, they're never that great of a three-point team, but it is amazing. They hit 14 threes and Carl Anthony Towns. Like, that's not the thing you expect, that Carl Anthony Towns is the one that is going to hit half of them. Now, as I'm recording this, we've got two minutes left in a very tight game, but a very not high-scoring game with the Clippers and the Thunder. It's uh, As I'm recording this, there's about two minutes left, 82-80. to 80. 
in favor of the Clippers right now with no Kawhi Leonard. But you do have Paul George, who has already eclipsed a 25-minute marker here, 14.6 rebounds, 4 assists. Those will change just a little bit as the game uh, comes to a close. Zubak, 12-10. and 10. The rest of the starting lineup, pretty quiet off the bench. Montrezl Harrell, 24 points, 11 rebounds, 5 assists. Always a big night with him, 11 for 17 from the field. Lou Williams is 11-7 uh, and seven as well. But Harkless, Beverly, and Mann all in the single digits as far as the starting lineup goes. And a very poor percent, 9 for 35 from 3. How many did Paul George? Paul George, uh, 2 for 6 from the 3-point line and 84-83 uh, as I'm recording this. Under 40% from the field. Only put up nine free throws. That's what's going to happen when you also don't have Kawhi Leonard in there. And maybe you don't have Paul George attacking the rim. Zero free throw shots. So, you know, the guy can't be as aggressive as possible. Over on the Thunders end, Chris Paul, 20 points, three rebounds, three assists, three steals. Hit a couple threes, only five for nine from the field. SGA's got 11 with not much else. Uh, Gallinari, 11 points, four rebounds. And Steven Adams is just short of a double-double as I'm doing this. Nine points, 10 rebounds, six assists with two steals, four for eight from the field. And Dennis Schroeder is the only guy off the bench doing anything. Played 27 minutes, six for 17 from the field with 12 points, six for 24 from the three-point line. So I'm not sure I would have expected, what is that, 15 of 59 threes are made in this game between both teams. You would expect just a little bit more, 15 of 59 uh, from the three-point line. Both teams really sh- uh, shooting poor, under 40%. They're both going to be under 26% from three. And the Thunder getting to the free-throw line at least. I mean, I think I told you, Chris Paul, eight for nine in Gallinari, a perfect six for six. Only two missed attempts in the starting lineup, one from Chris Paul and one from Steven Adams. But SGA perfect, Gallinari perfect. So uh, this one's coming down to the wire. Clippers up 86-83. But Clippers got that lead and uh, hoping to continue that stretch, especially when they actually get Kawhi Leonard back. Now, there are a bunch of injuries that are kind of looming. We're still waiting on what's going on with Kawhi. Brandon Ingram is uh, questionable for Tuesday as you guys are walking into the game. So be on the lookout for that. There was no Kevin Love. There's no Kyrie Irving. So we're going to have to continue to monitor those. But we are getting a few guys back. Uh, Miles Turner came back, so that's a positive. So, ooh, game is tied up. 30, uh, 30 seconds left, 86-86. But my time is out of here, friends. Make sure you're tuned in tomorrow. Scott Bogman has got you covered right here on Takeaways. I can be found on Twitter, at IsItTheWelsh, and uh, always right here on Hardwood Takeaways. Thank you guys for taking a few minutes out of your time to get caught up with the games. And I'll talk to you guys again on Thursday. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. 
You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America, and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on Easy Mode at AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer, Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order. This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. Find great brands like Thermador at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com build.